Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the seventh episode of the Phone Buzz Podcast, the show brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Remember to follow us across social media at Phone Buzz Podcast for all the latest news and extra content from the show. My name is Evan Krause. I'm joined by Zach Whitney. Hey, how's it going? How are you, man? I'm pretty good. I'm, uh, Getting over my sickness that kept me out last week, about 85%, but hey, I'm getting back. Hey, glad you made it, man. And uh, and Christian Crawford, as always. Hey, how's it going, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. Got some pepperoni pizza. I'm doing good. Man. Some za. Some za, dude. So good. Some za, dude. <laughs> do, we, uh, do we got any like crazy stories from this week, from today, yesterday? I think you got something from today. <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about it. No, I'm still a little Have you not heated. processed it yet. I haven't fully processed it yet. Oh. I'll, I'll give it a go. It was a rough one. All right. I mean, just take your medication. It'll be fine. <laughs> the, <laughs> the people deserve an answer. The people deserve to know. <laughs> but um, so I had a customer come in. She was a pretty nice lady at first. Well, I guess she was overall she was pretty nice. Overall, overall nice lady. Yeah, nice. Um, she had she had a order that she ordered on BestBuy.com. Uh, it was a Note 10. Um, and she realized I'd gone through the whole order, gone through the whole trade-in process through our system, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh wait, this isn't the big one." No, she goes, "She goes, wait, there's a bigger one, right?" Oh. And I said, "Yeah, there's a plus." And she's like, "Oh, I wanted that one. Oh, God. Uh, okay, not a problem. Let's see what we can do here." Well, the problem was already did the trade-in; it had already gone through, um, so we had to cancel that first. Then we had to go back into the system, redo everything, then. That that was kind of just a hassle within itself. Mm-hmm. Couldn't figure out there was a, a promotion from the other week that she didn't get. And she was heated about that, but I mean it's her fault. She wanted to redo it. Um, yeah, yeah, little touchy subject. Um, <laughs> but we ended up having to go through and then tried to activate the new one. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't yeah. activate. There were problems. There were errors. Welcome to my life. I'm in walking error, but yes, there are errors Evan all over the place. It, it was terrible. And so I was on the phone, had to hang up, got hung up on. I mean, it was just like... After being on the phone for like 40 minutes, yes, like the first time. So ridiculous. Straight up hung up. No one knew what they were doing. But finally, Christian saved my butt mm. once again and told me to do something. Ended up working. It, I mean, this lady, uh, it was just... When did she... She was there for like... Three hours. Three hours, yeah. Roller coaster of emotions from me, <laughs> from her, from all the managers in the store. <laughs> what was the original promo for the... It was just $150 off. And that was, I mean, it was simple. But also, she decided to return it. Yeah. It was a week later. Promos don't last more than a week, usually. Yeah. Depending on the promo. But, I mean, it's like, what What do I do? Like, right. you're angry at me because you messed up. How is this my fault? If you don't get the promo, that sucks. I know that's kind of a... Yeah, a touchy thing there, but I, I mean, mean, at some point, I yeah, the, the customer does have to accept like some responsibility for that stuff. And don't get me wrong, like we'll usually work with them and, and you know try to make them as happy as possible. But there are some situations where it's like, I mean, it's on you a little bit, right? I mean, it's I mean that one was. It's one thing if she didn't know 
that there was a Note 10 Plus and just thought there was a Note 10, or yeah. if somebody was working with her originally, they didn't say that. Like I don't know, but I wanted to be like, look, there's not much different that you <laughs> that you will notice at least, <laughs> and that you will notice. Let's be real, you don't need it. <laughs> yeah, so that was it was just annoying. But what about you guys? I mean, I have nothing. I I missed a whole day of work too last week when I was sick. It was yeah, I noticed. <laughs> yeah it was pretty busy that day uh, yeah I've heard but I mean I was not fully healthy I was throwing up every hour Gross. Um, yeah it wasn't great but I mean other than that I had a can you I'd, stop holding my hand if you're that sick like I appreciate oh, it <laughs> I'm sorry I I really just I need your presence here with me uh, but no I just I mean I had a pretty pretty calm weekend just an average work day for me throughout the weekend and everything yeah. so far this week yeah, that's kind of how it's been with me. Pretty pretty average week. Uh, I don't know. Not a whole lot going on. Still no iPhones. Yeah. Still no iPhones. In, well, we're, get, we're getting a little yeah. bit more iPhones. Like it's, We're starting to build okay. a stock a little bit. Still always running out of Pro Max. Yeah. 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 That'll happen for a while, though. Yeah. I mean, we're at least getting like the Space Gray ones. So like, there's a few 64s and 256s. So yeah. if you're a Space Gray person, <clears throat> I mean, come, come on in, go baby. Go crazy. Go crazy. Get a phone. Now, uh, last week on the last podcast when Zach wasn't here, um, me and Christian and slightly <laughs> Steven had a crazy debate. We, you will have to go back, watch that episode before you listen to this one, pause it here and go back, listen to that one for sure, or at least that snippet and so you'll understand what we're going to talk about here. Otherwise, um, spoiler alert. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I believe Zach, Zach obviously listens to the podcast um, and he wrote some notes on the topic that he wanted to share. <laughs> Put, put us on blast, or I'm assuming me on blast, let's Probably. be honest here. Yeah, um, the, the losing side. Yeah, usually that's how it goes, but he's uh, he's going to share some stuff. Yeah. Should we get uh, a little bit of history background on the debate? Like, Sure. You, you want me to? Yeah, let, whatever. So <laughs> me and Christian, last episode, got into a heated debate, somewhat heated at least, <laughs> on the um, new alleged... Um, se so like the se2 so the iphone se2 which is the smaller model if you don't know we'll probably post that on our our uh, twitter or something but twitter um we debated for the longest time whether or not it's going to have a home button definitely will or not <laughs> uh okay anyways zach that's where you come in <laughs> all right uh that is the actually the first part of my notes of course is the first part of the episode uh, evan it's gonna have a home button it's gonna have a home button yeah um, I don't know what part of your small pea brain. Jeez, it's not gonna. It's not gonna have a. It's not gonna have a home button. This but is gonna happen. <laughs> Anyways, I just it it would make too much sense for Apple to put a home button back. I mean, we see it every day almost still. Oh, I don't want this new. We are three generations in to not having a home button in an iPhone, and there's still people come in like. Well, I want that home button. I don't want these new phones. And let's be honest, the 8 is getting old. It's, I mean, people think of it still as a year older than the X, even though it's only two months older. Yeah. So people are thinking like, oh man, it's only got two or three years left to Apple support it. Here comes the SE2 to save the day. <laughs> um, it's going to come in. They probably have a billion home buttons left over from the phones they didn't make. Mm -hmm. So there's that. They already had the software made for it. So there's another key feature there. This phone is literally going to be 100% pure profit almost. It, it just makes too much sense. It keeps that little niche like going of the home button. 
It, uh, <laughs> they, and Christian alluded to this before, like you said something about Samsungs and all that, but iPhones mm. have never had that. They've never had that technology. They've never worried about it. What they do have, they mastered the home button. That is true. And old people love that home button. Even young people too. Yeah, like, that's there's true. Still young people that are like, like, I, I, I don't want, uh, I don't want that gesture. I want that home button. <laughs> <laughs> Evan is writing some very, very mean notes to Zach on the screen in here that uh, you can't see, and I won't say what was on it. But, uh, it started with an F. He's a little and salty. Ended with a U. <laughs> Two-word I mean, phrase. <laughs> it was I forgive you. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not it. Uh, I just. Uh, do you have any rebuttal to that? First, I gotta. I gotta. I gotta come back at you. Salvo. I gotta come back at you. I just. Okay. It. Part of it is thinking about what we have been saying to customers for the last year mm. we are kind of playing with fire here think about all the times you said oh yeah they're gonna be getting rid of the home button it's not gonna work in the next three years <laughs> how many times did you say that and i know both of you by how you're slightly grinning know that i'm right we we will be backtracking since a year ago thinking about oh there's no way they'll ever bring one back because they're just gonna get pushed out why would they go this far into the production production of what almost now four generations at that point four generations without having an iPhone? I don't see that they can flip the wheels even if they have a butt ton of home buttons. A butt there's ton of buttons. A butt ton of buttons. There's no. There's no. I I don't feel like there's any profit value where people that have not transitioned to, hear me out. That have <laughs> not transitioned already uh-huh. to a a swipe gesture. They, 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 there's no reason for them to kind of take a step back. I feel like they're the, all of the software is there. The hardware is there to keep, uh, the, home button. the, the not, no, no, <laughs> dang it. I'm my words to, to keep like the software is there to where the home button is still not going to be relevant. There's, there's no, there's yeah. no point for them to take a turn back. I still even though point. <laughs> they probably have a lot. Let me, okay. So you, you brought up a couple points that kind of contradict your, your argument there. Um, one of them is that you you yourself admitted that they probably have a butt ton of buttons left over from the iPhone six, seven, eight. That doesn't mean they have to use them. Yeah, but so so if they're already there, and if assuming that they again talked about this last week, if they ran the numbers, I'm sure they've done some some research on it. They've done the numbers and and found that there's still a large segment that wants the home button. Or, or let's leave the home button out of it. They want a cheaper iPhone, and how do you get to a cheaper iPhone? You have parts that have already been made. You have software that's already been made. You have cases that have already been manufactured. You have tooling that's already been manufactured. When you combine all those things and people that want a cheaper iPhone, it just goes hand in hand. So I don't know. It's it's already it's already there. The pieces are already in play. There's no reason not to make a, a home button iPhone. That, okay. Uh, rebuttal. Uh, okay. Um, Sorry, Actually, Zach. no. Let me go Shut first. Shut your face. Uh, let, go me go, the table. let me go first. Um, so he actually hit my final bullet point that I had. What is one thing that Android's always had that iPhone hasn't? Three they, buttons. No home well, button. No. They have always <laughs> had that 3 to $400 phone for everybody. Yeah. Guess yeah. what Apple is like leaning themselves toward? Even if it's like $500, you still have it there. Like you have that, you now have that full ecosystem. And you brought up the fact that, like, yes, we've talked about, uh, like, we told customers, and I'll admit to it, yeah, I told customers they'll probably not bring back the home button. I will keep my words gladly <laughs> and go sell them the $500 phone with the home button. I'm sorry, I was wrong. Look what we have here now. 
come buy it. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, rebuttal here. Yeah. Um, I brought this up last time. Think about all of the $400, $500 price points now and what phones you're dealing with. Do they have a home button? No, they don't. But they're not iPhones, man. That doesn't matter. It, it does. You're saying, you're saying Androids have always had that $400 price point with a home button. Now you're not seeing that. Why would, why would a four... Okay, they still do have home buttons. They're just software no, oh, keys. Okay, yeah. not the same thing. It's, well, when I mean, I'm talking about, okay, when, I, when I think of a home button, I'm thinking a physical button that is separate. You have a bezel. You have something there to press or at least to get that vibration right. of a – I mean, it's a circle. Think, think about so you, an yeah, eight. Yeah, I know. I, okay. yeah, I, get, I get what you're yes, yes, and, yes and no, they have the home button, but uh-huh. it's not that physical thing. It's built into the software. It's built – it's with the screen, those kind of things. We have – fully transitioned it doesn't matter what phone you're talking about now whether or not it's a blue a 59 dollar mm-hmm. phone that doesn't have a physical home button Warworks. you were talking about yeah what yeah. works uh g7 uh pixel yeah. you're talking about iphones now samsung's all of these phones have strayed away from this concept yeah. there's no way the market has i feel has any place for a home button i don't feel like it's gonna profit i think the idea of the phone will profit yeah well but having that button won't also to your note here on the okay, cases, yeah. think about how hard it is to find a case not looking on Amazon for a 5, a 5S, a 5SE. Well, it's going to be the size of the 8. True. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we don't okay, have back. a... Cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> <We> have, <laughs> cut it in post. Uh, no, like we have... Uh, we don't have a ton of iPhone 8, iPhone 7 cases, but if they made a new phone, like they're going to make more cases for it. We're going to get yep. more shelf space for it. It's going to replace the shelf space that is currently occupied by any 6s or 5s's that we have, which is not much, but and and more to the the point you're making a second ago. You you are correct in the fact that the market does not lend itself to physical home buttons anymore, but you forget one point is that you are talking about the Android market. The iPhone market is its completely own entity it's its own identity there is yes there's some overlap of people that are kind of on the fence between android and iphone but we've talked about this before if you're in iphone camp you're in iphone camp and you have the options that are laid out in front of you so if they can keep people in that camp because hey the pixel 3a is 400 bucks i might switch from my iphone to that pixel 3a apple's saying no we want to keep you in the ecosystem here's a 400 dollars alternative that is Something that you've known and loved for years and years to design the home button. Hey, stay with us. Here's a four hundred dollar price point. Why is it taking four generations to finally figure that out? It's not necessarily taking four generations. I think. I think. Why could this it, generation? Well, it's because the it. iPhone eight's being phased out now. Yeah. But I mean, if we've had home buttons for this long, why does it take another phasing out to finally bring a home button? Because back? if you're you, phasing, if you're phasing one one thing out, why would you just? phase profit. it out to bring it back profit i mean you you phase one phone out like it no matter what you do i mean that has an older processor in it it's only going to be able to support software i mean software is going to get higher and higher but as you put a like cause it's going to have the a13 chip in it mm-hmm. like, that's going to be able to support the ios's that it has now and future ones to come the iphone 8 is not going to be able to support that um and so that's one thing that we're seeing is you can still get your home button you can still get the great ios's that you're getting because I mean, that's like Christian just mentioned to before. If you're an Apple, that's why you're there. You enjoy the iOS. Um, and you bring up, you always bring there. up the software keys right now. Name, me, name one person that has only had iPhone that has ever dealt with software keys. Say, say that again. Sorry. Like, name one person that's only had iPhone that has, like, even used software keys before. Me. You, but you've only owned iPhones. 
No. Okay, exactly. If you've only owned iPhones your entire life, you don't know what software keys are, so what the hell do they matter to you? Uh, they don't. You're used to either a home button or not a home button, and you have a preference, home button or no home button. Now you still have the option to choose. Yeah. Another, uh, okay, another thing about, uh, I don't know about things that. being phased out. So, so yeah, the home button's being phased out. We also, or, you know, we thought it's being phased out. We also thought small screens were going to be phased out. And then they came out with the iPhone SE, which is the, was it, four-inch display? I think yeah, it's right four it was inches. the same as the 5S. It was yeah, the exact and, same phone. And at that point, the it was it was alongside the 6S, which means the 5S would be two years removed at that point because uh, the the SE was released six months after the 6S. And so we thought there's no way they're going to come out with a smaller screen display because smaller screens are on the way out. There's nobody that's going to buy it. And then in their keynote, they literally said 40% of the market still buys small screen displays. That's not primarily United States. That's emerging markets and outside countries. But they recognize that outside of our, you know, our, our arena of North America, there's wildly different phone needs, and the home button definitely fits into that. So even if it's not going to be a huge seller for the United States, the home button iPhone SE 2, calling it now, is going to be a huge seller worldwide. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't disagree that it's going to be a big seller. Yeah. I just, I'm having... I will say you both have very good points. Uh-huh. I'm, better, better than I'm, kind of, I'm about to bury you again, but keep going. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> this is rough. Yeah. I'm just saying I personally, and again, now this is just kind of my opinion at this point. Mm-hmm. It, I, I don't see a place for a home button. Again, I, but, I said this last week. Again, I am with you. I wish it wasn't a thing. I would love a $400 iPhone with gestures. That'd be super cool. I'd be super on board with that, but it's just not going to happen. And you said two things in the course of our debate that solidify it. One, you sure said they already have a bunch of buttons. They already have a bunch of tooling and a bunch of, you know, the design's already been done. They don't have to spend money on that. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of admitted that. Yeah. The second thing you just said is it'll sell a lot. <laughs> and when you put those two things together, you get iPhone SE 2 with a home button. Yep. Drop mic in a, in a debate. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> anyways, you guys talked about the surf. The mic. Love you, Evan. You guys talk about the new Microsoft devices and all that. Um, honestly, in my opinion, it's similar to the Samsung Fold situations. Um, in the sense that. Who, who cares right now? Um, you're not going to buy it unless you have the money. Um, and I just, I don't think it's something you should rush out and get necessarily just yet. No, uh, may I think you should wait to like, that's where I mean the similar to the Fold situation is like, it, it's first generation. I don't know if we should trust it. Probably wait till a second generation to get it. Right. Um, was more or less my big takeaway on that. I do think the the. Are you okay over there, Evan? Yeah, I'm chilling. Okay. <laughs> a little butthurt. Yeah, we we had some debate, but uh, you know, it's all love. It's all love, man. Um, no, I. The the Microsoft the Surface is it the Neo or is it the Duo that we've been talking about? The small one. The small Neo. Yeah. Yeah, the Neo. Um, it, it's a it's a much more stomachable version of that first generation tech because again it doesn't have doesn't have the folding glass on the inside it doesn't have all those breakable components that the galaxy fold does so yeah they're still in the same vein and they're still like foldable tech that's going for the same (laughs) end product but having a having that two hinge display or having the one hinge display with the two screens on the side is a it's a it's a much more 2019 version of a 2025 phone true fair yeah um, at I, least <laughs> I gotta pause it. I God, gotta pause it. Should, okay, 
we uh, we added we didn't add, but we are utilizing a screen in this room that we weren't utilizing before. So now Evan's got full control over it, and he's <laughs> putting up the stupidest stuff ever. Oh my oh. god, man! Jesus. Um, <laughs> moving on. We're chilling. Um, <laughs> We're chilling. The god the damn. other last big takeaway I took from the episode was the the one plus eight rumors that we have. Yes. Um. I. You, I mean, it was mentioned that they're gonna have the camera notch in there, and you, uh, you were, Yikes. oof, you were on it. Yikes. Um, my my first instinct that hit me in my brain that I thought of was like, the only way I could see to them moving this is if in some way it improves the camera out of a pop up camera, or if there were enough complaints in the marketplace where people didn't like the pop up camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then like after thinking all that, I kind of took a step back and I'm like. This is the first leak that we've seen. I think we right. should we we should wait until we get a second leak with this notch again before we start to panic. Get a second opinion on it. Exactly. Yeah, my, my first thought was um, it, it, it makes a lot more sense as I, – I kind of articulated this uh, last week, but it, it makes a lot more sense if the hole punch is on the 8 and not the 8 Pro because if you take other companies as an example, right now the 7T and the non-Pro series – has like a teardrop notch, has like that front and middle notch, which honestly I don't mind. It looks fine, um, but the sort of the natural, or at least what the market has dictated, the natural evolution of that is to have the cutouts because it looks a little bit more futuristic. So, if they are going to use a new cutout in the display, it's gonna be on the eight and not the eight Pro. I'm hoping the eight Pro still uses the pop-up camera. Honestly, the camera quality is pretty good. It's so good. Yeah, it's a really good camera. It's it's wide angle. I feel like they could fit a bigger lens because it's taking up more space. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's it's a really good front-facing camera. Probably the best I've ever used on a phone. Oh, for being yeah. a pop-up display. Oh yeah. It's. I mean, it, it, it surprised me how good it is. Like going back. I don't want to say that's on the podcast. Going back to an iPhone currently, um, <gasps> still have it. Don't worry about it. Still have the bu- seven pro. Bu- 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 still have the seven pro. Yeah. Okay. Um, don't worry about it. Um, He's slow. I mean, it's not comparable. I I yeah. can't justify the camera. It sucks. It's terrible. <laughs> I miss it, but yeah, my job. It's kind <laughs> of my job now. He doesn't do it because he loves it. Yeah, you're right. Well, I guess he loves the craft, but whatever. All right, I think that does it for the segment of Zach's Notes. Thanks for coming to Zach's Notes this week. <laughs> Brought to you by Little Caesars Pizza. Not really. Now we can quit. Not a sponsor. Now yeah. we can quit digging into Evan. Yeah, right. I wish. Hey, man. I call it where I see it. Um, okay, should we get into some new news for this week? Let's do it. Let's go. All right, so I have here uh, Rip in Peace iTunes. She going, she going away. Rip in did peace. Did you say rip in peace? I did. Rip in peace, boys. I visited the ATM machine before I came here. Get it? Because you say the, the word at the end of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We Whoa. can cut. This. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Rip in peace. Wow. Well, this we sounds really dumb right hey, now. Hey, were one of you guys at Best Buy recently? If we're cutting this. <laughs> I think a bunch of Best Buy ads here. Uh, but yeah, so iTunes has been in commission for 18 years, and in the newest edition of Mac OS Catalina, it is dying. Well, not really dying. It's being split up into, I think, four distinct parts, which we've kind of known already. Um, those four parts are Apple Music, Apple Movies, I think is what they're calling it. Apple TV. Apple TV, sorry. Yeah. Um, so Apple Music, Apple TV, Apple Podcasts, and then what's the fourth one? I'm forgetting here. I have it written down. I just can't find it. 
Um, Apple Books, the yeah. one that nobody uses. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's being split up into those different parts. Um, the apps themselves, uh, I think podcasts and music is going to be pretty much a port from the iPad version. So it's going to function very similar to that. Mm-hmm. But they are splitting up the monolithic, the big old iTunes into smaller, more manageable, faster parts. I remember using iTunes as like my base for my music catalog, but that was like six years ago, and I don't do that anymore. You guys still use iTunes at all? Yes. Yeah. Um, no. No. My reason for using it is again, I I was the only iPhone user. Evan, thanks for joining me. Appreciate uh, it. Not proud uh, of it. That's all right. One v two. Not proud of it. But no, anyway. I, I I use Apple Music a lot. I've uh, it's just one thing I. I made the switch uh, when Drake came out with Nine, his album Nine. Mm. Um, it was one where <laughs> it's one where he's sitting on like the big, the big building oh, in Toronto. Okay. I don't know what it's yeah. called. Um, I'm not. This isn't a history podcast. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but I switched to that because he dropped it exclusively on Apple Music for, for uh, at first, mm-hmm. and it was a free trial. And I switched from Spotify to that, and then I just never went back, uh, just because it worked so it worked more flawlessly. Uh, with iOS than Spotify did. Um, But now, I mean, I use it all the time, and I listen to podcasts all the time, not just our own, of course. The Phone Buzz podcast. Yeah, Phone Buzz podcast is number one when it comes out, and then my other ones. Uh, (laughs) But, no, it it was annoying to use, honestly. I hated getting on any time trying to load a podcast or load music. I I put my AirPods in, and while I was doing homework and do it, it was annoying. Mm -hmm. There was so much buffering. Um, I have just recently upgraded Catalina myself, and you mentioned when you were describing it, right. faster. Right. So much faster. Yep, yep. Um, it is incredible. I mean, I can load stuff so much faster. I love the idea of it. And then I've always used Apple TV on my uh, phone a lot, too. For what? Um, I don't use it the way, like, most other people use it, I feel like. A lot of people use it because it's, like, a segue, so if you have, like, Netflix, Hulu, if you have Amazon Prime Video, if you have all that in there, you can access it on the Apple TV app, and it mm-hmm. just pulls it up right there in live time in the app. Okay, yeah. Um, That's cool. I use it to research shows. Like, if there's a show, I'm like, ooh, I want to watch that. <laughs> I go over to the search tab, and I type it in, I find it, and it tells me what I can watch it on. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a browser like that, and then, of course, I can start it and then throw it to my Apple TV or something, too. Interesting. But it, it makes it a lot more manageable than trying to dig through iTunes, 40 tabs, like, in the top left there, going, like, music and all that. It just makes it a lot more manageable. I love it. Right. Another thing to note is while iTunes is technically dying on Mac OS, it is still alive and well. Well, I don't know about well, but it is alive and working on Windows machines. So if you have a Windows computer, do not do not fear. iTunes is still there. Um, but yeah, for, for Mac OS, it is essentially dying. It is being split up. Um, Evan, you said you don't use iTunes at all? I do not. Um, um, what's I your... S- go ahead. Oh, sorry, go, go for it. I still use uh, Spotify. I was, I was about to ask what your preferred <coughs> music listening is. I only do that because my family, uh, we just use the premium. Just the premium um, yeah. I've just always used it. I've never been like against Apple Music. Like my all my cousins and everything, they use that and they love it. I just haven't really made the switch just because I don't have to pay for it. Hmm. I know it sounds terrible, but <laughs> it's honest. What are you looking up here, buddy? I'm just pulling the you, drive. Up we gotta pull this like we gotta pull the controls from him. This is yeah. no. I'm just this pulling is... up the dock. Oh, he's pulling. Okay, all right. Yeah, I know. I'm okay. not just messing around. I'm kind of confused. Um, I'm just doing it more 
I'm doing it in a better way, okay? Okay, all right, I believe you. Oh, iTunes. I mean, there's not much to talk about iTunes. That kind of kind of does it. Yeah, I mean, they they split it up. It's faster. Um, it added more in your dock down below. Oh, thank uh, God for that. It <laughs> added more into that, but I mean, I don't know. I just I don't think it's too overwhelming. It put one icon and added two to three more. Right. I took the books off because, like you said, <laughs> nobody uses <laughs> nobody uses that, and I don't read either, so I had no use for it, so get it out of uh, there. My name's Jared. I'm 19 and never learned how to <laughs> freaking read. <laughs> oh, Yikes. man. All right. Um, we can kind of move to our next topic here. There's not much to talk about, but um, the newest version of Samsung's One UI, which is their skin on top of Android... Right now, I think it's 9 Pi. I don't think they have 10 out yet. No. Um, but Samsung One UI 2.0 will be the newest version on top of Android 10, which does not have a dessert name. It's just Android 10. Um, of Boo. course, yeah, I'm not happy about that. Um, of course, this is going to have like under-the-hood improvements. It's going to adopt a lot of the stuff from Android 10 that we talked about previously. Parental controls, privacy, digital well-being, um, improved dark mode, improved performance, all that fun stuff. Um, I kind of wanted to get your guys' opinions. Like, I've gone back and forth on my opinion of Samsung's skin on their Android phones, and as of right now, actually, I'll hold my I'll hold my judgment. Evan, what's your what's your overall opinion of like stock Android versus Samsung One UI? Like, what's what's kind of your thoughts there? I think ultimately, I like how aesthetically pleasing. I butchered that word, but how pleasing. Um, samsung's ui is uh-huh. over android i just being around like dominantly samsung's over the android i feel in my opinion at least right. um i just i just like how maybe it's not necessarily like the bubbliness of it but i just think the icons look a lot better um in my opinion i don't no, know no, no, it, no, that's, it's all subjective that's fair that's it's fair. probably weird i just no I, I totally get it i just like it more i just like how it looks more yeah, again fair i'm definitely an aesthetics person so yeah that's probably he likes the beautiful rounded icons just that that right curve that's right baby (laughs) damn (laughs) zach where 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 have you uh landed on samsung's one i know you're obviously an an iphone user but yeah i mean i think from where they started to where they are now uh the ui now to me looks more of like an iphone finish Mm -hmm. which like kind of like pulls i mean granted you still have like the theme ability and all that um, right. but I don't, I think it's, uh, it, it works. Yeah. Uh, it's more flawless. than if you go download a launcher or something like that, it's more, it's more smooth or smoother. I don't know the word out of, you can tell <laughs> me. Smoother Yeah. Uh, smoother, smoother nerner. More smoother Uh, but no, I mean, it's, it's not bad. Um, like if I had to pick, if I had to pick between like your skin you have your on your phone mm-hmm. and then the Samsung, I would ultimately pick yours. Mm, but right. it, if you do that on a Samsung, I feel like it'd be a little bit more glitchy too, just because like Samsungs are meant to use their UI, which kind of right. sucks. Yeah, I like I said, I've flipped back and forth on this. Um, that reminds me, I'll have to post a picture of like my home screen because I'm pretty proud of it. It looks pretty pretty dope. It does. It's dope. Um, yeah, I'll post a picture of it on Twitter and uh, with the links to it, but. Um, yeah, I, I've gone back and forth on One UI. Of course, whenever the Samsung S5 and S4, the S4 was my first smartphone, so I didn't really know anything else. So that just seemed kind of normal to me. Um, looking back, it was actually pretty clean. Like, it had a lot of, uh, I say clean in a design way. It had a lot of 
what you might call bloat on top of it and had a lot of extra little features and gimmicks that kind of were there for no reason. Um, of course, everybody, well, I say everybody, uh, all the reviewers, um, all the online pundits, they really praise the the version on the S7 and the S8 especially of Samsung, what they call TouchWiz at that point. And my favorite one, and I still think my favorite one, was the one that launched with the Note 7, which was also on the S, uh, I guess it'd be the S7, yeah. Um, that skin was just a lighter version. It didn't have the big, chunky UI elements. It actually brings me to uh, to One UI right now. I'm really, really not a fan. I think it's a huge step backwards on One UI. I don't like, know, yeah. It's still fast and it's still snappy, but like having used Oxygen OS and having used stock Android, like those things are just so clean and light. And like there's just the animations, the way they flow, the way they move around the screen. It makes the software feel lighter and it makes the phone feel lighter. Mm-hmm. Every time I mess with somebody's Samsung phone, it, it feels heavy. And I cannot get over that feeling. It's just in my mind now. It just feels like a heavy UI. And yet, at Zach's point, you can switch up some elements on it. You can make it look kind of like a Pixel or kind of like um, another Samsung phone. But there's still like that really gaudy looking settings. There's still that really gaudy looking messages. Like, I don't know. Design wise, it's really not my thing. I think the icons, going back to Evan's point, I think the icons are really blocky and they look like children's toys. I don't like the icons. Yeah. They're kind of gross. I don't know. I, could, I see that. I just, yeah. yeah. And like even, uh, I don't know, even whenever I did have a, a, a Note 8, which I think was my last Samsung device, um, I tried really hard to make it look and function like a Pixel, but once the, once that one UI upgrade hit, because it's all rounded, like there's just so many rounded corners. It's meant to mimic the, the body frame of the phone itself, which is cool, but it's just way too rounded, especially in the settings menu. It all looks like half circles because yeah. the menu options aren't tall enough. Oh, really nitpicky, but I mean, if I had to go with one skin the rest of my life, it would not be One UI. Hundred percent, it'd be Oxygen Oxygen OS. Sponsor I think us One Plus, please. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I think it's sorry. That's kind of an essay, but no, you're good. I mean, I think what a lot of people don't really think about, um, which is why I think we're so like unique, is that we deal with these every single day. So that's why we have these very strong, very opinionated things um, (laughs) that might seem so little to like the average person. You know what I mean? Uh, Which is kind of cool. And we say, we say we are unique as in like, like our podcast listeners and like the podcast itself, not like, Oh, we're high and mighty, but right. I know you, you yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's, I think I think it gives a good insight on from kind of the inside world of the right. phones because you know we mess just, with all of them every day exactly. Like, so I think I think for example I have a couple people that listen that were like man I didn't you know really think about that mm-hmm. and I think I think you guys should definitely let us know if we you know if there's some things that we say that maybe you don't understand or you never really thought about definitely tweet at us mm-hmm. I think that's all kind of kind of cool a lot yeah of or if there's a, or if there's any topics you want us to cover if there's any like anything you think we should debate and, you know, throw Evan to the curb on, like bring it, please don't <laughs> tweet at us, but you know, get on that Facebook message and uh, we'll see it. And we'll, we'll talk hit about us it. up. Yeah. yeah. Hit us up. Now, uh, onto this next topic. What about, so I think, did you put this in the doc, Zach, about no. the Samsung pay? Oh. Yes, I oh, yeah, did. Yeah. Go into that a little bit. That's pretty cool. Um, uh, Christians are going to love this. Oh, God. Um, it's Samsung finally catching up to Apple. In this aspect, in my opinion, yeah. um, Apple's had it for a while where they've had the ability to uh, you just double click the button, same as Samsung. But Apple has their own virtual pay that you can pay inside of like messaging and things like that, too. 
Uh, and then you have your own physical card if you want to do like the virtual paying and things like that. Now Samsung has the ability to do that also. One thing that is cool about the Samsung Pay is you can do international transfers to your offshore bank accounts. Hey. Um, <laughs> you can do it to 47 countries. Uh, I'm wow. not going to go through and list them all, but we can, put up, we can put up the link to it. That way you can still see it. We're not excluding you guys. But um, yeah, I think it's really cool that they now are integrating their way into that. That way you don't necessarily have to use the Venmos, the cash apps, things like that. If you don't want to, you can have something that your phone made, which mm-hmm. brings people a little bit of more, like more security Feeling inside security. them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or like we were talking about a, a, a while ago, whenever you get kidnapped in Venezuela <laughs> and your Apple watch series five won't connect to emergency services, you <laughs> can get your, uh, your rich parents to pay for your ransom with the, with the new, <laughs> with the new <laughs> that's pay. so yep. deep. <laughs> That's a deep hole from the vault there. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I set up uh, Google Play on my phone. I always forget to set up Google Pay every time I like reset my phone or get a new one. And then I put it on there. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is really cool and really handy. Why haven't I been doing this before? Like, I, 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 I don't have a habit made out of it. I wish I did because it's a lot better than just pulling out your wallet for every payment. Uh, do you guys use mobile payments or all the time? Like that? I used to. Um <sighs> Quick story here. So I have moved back and forth from just a bunch of different phones, and my bank requires me to um, to call every time I get a new phone just to reactivate it. Mm-hmm. I called the bank probably when I had my Pixel 3, yeah. and they are like, we see here that you've tried to activate like Google Pay and Apple Pay like seven times. Um, is this actually you? And I was like, yeah. I just am changing phones yeah, a lot. Yeah, I got a problem. You can see my bank account. Yeah. <laughs> you see there's like... You, you know I got a problem. 20 cents on my bank account? Yeah, I know. So that's... A, and I, I mean, I'm going to have to do it again with my iPhone. Mm, yeah. Do you have US Bank? No, I have Commerce. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know whenever I first set up Samsung Pay, whenever they were first like doing the beta on it, and that was really cool because that was the first like big mobile payment, and Samsung Pay could use MST payments, which meant that even if the terminal didn't have tap and pay which they didn't at the time because it was like the first one out there, you could still use it on the magnetic reader. And uh, yeah, I remember I, I had to set it up like four different times at the four different phones I had. And they, uh, <laughs> they thought I was fraudulent every single time. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, mobile payments kind of lost their luster a bit. Like everybody uses just ubiquitous now. It's, it's really cool. Um, I'm excited that everywhere accepts it pretty much. Mm-hmm. I just, I kind of forget about it half the time. I kind of do too. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where it, it just it's easier for me to pull out my card because yeah. I don't think about it. Well, a lot of times, like you said, like everybody everybody accepts it now. But I mean, when it when it was like in the peak of its hype, everybody's using it. It was only like your major electronic retailers and places like that that major used it. Major electronic retailers. Yeah, and like if you if you would walk into a gas station, like you couldn't use it. You had to pull your card anyway. So I think it's more of like now in society, instead of looking dumb, pulling up your Apple pay or Samsung pay or Google pay, something like that, you just stand and pull out your card. Cause it's going to be faster versus fighting of do they actually have it or not. Right. And I think now that it's accepted everywhere, but we've gotten so used in the standard muscle memory of pulling out our cards in places like that, yeah. that I mean, the hype's not really there. Yeah. That's the biggest thing for me is just muscle memory. Again, I just, I have not made the leap to using primarily mobile payments but i totally could because pretty much everywhere i go accepts yeah. it it's just plus i really like my wallet it's the ridge wallet it's that really thin <laughs> one mm-hmm. i like i like showing it off a little bit it's nice yeah <laughs> cool slight flex 
Um, okay, uh, I think we can move on to our next topic here. Um, Zach dropped us in, and I'm interested what he has to say about it. So, <laughs> with Evan switching back to an iPhone, that kind of jolted our memory a little bit, or jolted our, our interest. What's up with the green bubbles on iMessage? Like, if, if you're talking to an Android device, it's green. If you're talking to a, a, a nice iPhone that they want you to buy, it's blue. Was that on purpose? Like, is that a is that a ploy to get people to switch to an iPhone just for that blue bubble? And uh, I mean, in my opinion, I still say yes. I did. Oh man, um, uh, I don't know if you want to say an embarrassing amount of research, but I probably looked for <laughs> two or three hours today trying to find a definitive article of yes or no. Did Apple do this? Mm. And um, it seems like the, the secrets can be buried in area 51. Probably. Uh, We're, we're not going to get that answer officially, but I, from what we did find, uh, I'm going to say yes. Um, (laughs) I mean, they've, they've boosted up. You have memojis, things like that. You had animojis first. Like you said, you get, you get the blue messages with the ability over Wi-Fi. You don't even need to use SMS. You don't need right. your carrier for this. Yeah. Um, and then it's kind of more or less, uh, I mean, this is my own opinion. This isn't the articles or anything that I've read. I think psychologically the the blues are softer on your eyes than that mm-hmm. harsh green are. Yep. So psychologically you just you think you like it better. Um, and one of the articles, I don't know if you, you guys got the chance to overlook it, I kind of threw it into a doc kind of late. Uh, but they brought in the fact at one point where teens nowadays are uh, actually excluding uh, oh. other other teens if they don't have Androids. Oh yeah, God, um, kids are freaking mean. They're terrible. Yeah. Part of the article, they surveyed a school. They surveyed a school. Three hundred kids inside that school. There was one. They put them all in a room together too, which was kind of interesting. Out of the 300 people, take a guess, guys. How many people had Androids? Like five. Out of 300? Yeah. In a... Uh, it was a room of 300, and then they surveyed who had an iPhone, who had an Android. 20. I mean, based on the way you set that up, I'd say zero, but probably like uh, 15. One. No. There was one kid no. in that room. Uh, like I said, they only pulled 300 from a high school. So is it like... Only 300? Yeah. That's the size of my entire high school. <laughs> well, that's the size and, of what my class. No, that's not even the same size of my graduating class. <laughs> yeah. On. So, like, I mean, of course, like, there's different versions, things like that. But, yeah, they only pulled 300 kids. So, I mean, like, that's let's, still, like, let's be overwhelming. honest. They, they could have pulled 300 kids, 299 iPhones, one external, and then, like, say the other 299 kids, the, uh, 298 kids, I guess, like, it would have yeah. Androids. And it could evil, equal itself out. We don't yeah. know. Uh, but then they also further in that, this article too, they, uh, they labeled the one kid as the Android kid. It wasn't even his name. He was, he was just the Android kid. Uh, and that like nobody wanted to talk to him and you see there's tweets out there all the time and social media too, Mm -hmm. where it's like, Ooh, if they have a vivid green message, like I'm not even going to chance that, like, I'm not going to talk to him. Like I'm not, I'm not going to have a relationship with them. Things like that. It's like. Was it intentional? Yes. Are they going to admit it? No. no. Uh, but I get the end of the day, we all can say it does have an effect. Oh, I yeah. mean, yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's, it, it makes you feel superior, like, superior because you get all these extra features. And I think they did, like yeah. we all said, on purpose. So it makes you feel like, oh, you're not a part of this ecosystem? Ha, F you. Yeah, like, I mean, they did don't. Build- 
they yeah. did build the best messaging app. Like iMessage oh, yeah. is the best. Like, oh yeah. And and yeah, if they can wield that to get some more users, like I mean, I don't fault them for it. It's kind of a dick move. Like, okay, if you look at the green, that green is so ugly. Oh, it's bad. Just looking at it, you can't tell me it's not on purpose. Like, True. Oh, like yeah, no. the great design minds over at Apple, they knew exactly what they're doing. 100%. But I mean, again, like if you build the best messaging platform out there, and it, iMessage really is, and I'm kind of jealous of it, I mean, absolutely use that to your advantage. For so, sure. Yeah, 100% on purpose. There was another article I look at. I didn't put it in our doc, but it was very quick. It was like, um, it mentioned that 83% of young teens that are still in high school or below mm-hmm. have a... Uh, they have iPhones and then they counterpointed that of who in this will stick with an iPhone for their next phone. And it went up to 86%. Wow. Uh, so one thing I kind of want to throw up, throw out there, uh, he's already thrown up enough this week. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's still lingering in the back of my mind. Um, but no, one thing I kind of want to throw out and get your opinion. If 83% says that they have an iPhone, 86% mm-hmm say that they're going to keep it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess technically it means that market could like dwindle down. Yeah. But I don't know. I kind of think long-term. I don't know if you guys do too. If those 86% say they're going to keep it, like eventually they're going to get older. They're going to have kids. Like, yeah. is it like, like Apple has built the ecosystem for themselves, but like, is it too far to say that they've built an ecosystem inside your family too? Oh, no, they totally have. Oh, 100%. Yeah, like, I know myself, before I switched my sister over to the Pixel 3, what up, Tiffany? Uh, before <laughs> she switched over to the Pixel 3, she had an iPhone 5, iPhone 5S. And, uh, yeah, like, pretty much everybody in my family has an iPhone. My mom has a Samsung that I got her from uh, Facebook Marketplace. But pretty much everybody else has an iPhone. And it it's just once one of them gets it, it's just kind of a compounding thing. Like my dad has always had an iPhone. My, my brother's always had an iPhone. And so, yeah, whenever customers come in and I ask them what kind of phones they have, what they want to upgrade to, I find more often than not, there are more families that are primarily iPhone families. And there's that one lone Android person, you know, just sticking it out strong, like he's sticking to their guns. Bring out that one kid in the class of 300. (laughs) Right. That, that one in 300, um, they're sticking strong with the Android. I mean, occasionally I do actually see the other side of it where, like, that one daughter has the iPhone and, like, the, the parents are all like, oh, why don't you get a Samsung? <laughs> and, you know, it's the other way around, which is kind of kind of fun to see. But, but, yeah, I mean, they totally are creating that family ecosystem. And, I mean, why not with all the, like, the family sharing applications? Again, I'm not an iPhone user myself, but um, correct me if I'm wrong, you can share Apple Music subscriptions. You can mm-hmm. share uh, the new Apple Arcade subscription. You can share Apple TV subscription now. Like, I mean... Yeah, they're, they're building an ecosystem to keep people in the ecosystem, and the family is actually a pretty big part of that. And think about this. This might be a long shot here. Think about the families that get iPads for their kids before they have a phone. These kids grow up with this device, and then they're like, well, what's the next step? Do I get them? Like, what? This kid has grown up with this Apple product. Yeah. If I get them a Samsung, they're going to hate it. Yeah. Well, they've already got an iPad. Well, exactly. So, so they might as well get an iPhone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. These families, without even thinking about it, are kind of molding their children to, oh, this is the ecosystem we're going to go with. Like, yeah. we're going to support you if you go this way, uh, which is yeah. kind of interesting. I didn't... And it, it's like most people don't like think about the ecosystem of their device or think about the operating system of their device until it's time for them to switch phones and... 
I think I think everybody goes through the natural process of, oh, I've had this for a while. Let me see if the grass is greener or the bubbles are greener. Like they just naturally <laughs> think about you know switching over. Um, I would say I guess one thing that leads back to getting the ecosystem young. Uh, if you like, I mean, none of us have kids and none of us are at that stage yet, that of course. You know of. Uh, <laughs> true. Uh, but like for kind of for me, and I don't know if it's lingered in anybody else's mind, but like if any kids were to happen and it happens all the time with parents every day, uh, if they do have iPhones, what's the first step they do? They don't want to get their, say they don't want to get their 10 year old a phone. They think they're still too young. Mm-hmm. You can go out. If you already ha- if your parents have an iPhone, go out, you get them an iPod. Uh, you get them an yeah. iPad. You have iMessage, which brings yeah. us back to That's... the blue bubbles. You don't need a carrier. It's yeah. just one of those things like they have it. iMessage yeah. has like the iMessage in the blue bubble has ruined Android with green. <laughs> like it is interesting you describe that situation because that's literally what I went through. Um, I had an iPod Touch at first, um, which I love my iPod Touch. I still do. Like it's one of my favorite pieces of tech I've ever owned. And then I had an iPad mini after that. And this was all before I had a smartphone. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I said this in the very first episode, a little bit of throwback, but the on, like one of the only reasons I, well, actually not the only reason, one of the big reasons I went with a Samsung, uh, or excuse me, it was an HTC. It was a Android phone. <laughs> one of the, it, was, it was pretty cool. Uh, one of the reasons I went with it was because I said to myself, well, I have, I have an iPod, I have an iPad. I kind of want to try something different. So like if you have that thought, yeah, you want to try something else and try it out. Get a get an Android device. Yeah. Um, and the other big reason was uh, they showed me swipe texting, and then I was sold. Hey, we got that now. Or, we made it. Yeah, we, <laughs> we made it. Well, I, I should clarify that was on the S four, but I was still also thinking about getting an iPhone five at that point. And then I saw swipe texting. I'm like, no, yeah. no, we're doing that. <coughs> we're on board with that. Thanks everyone for listening to the seventh episode of the Phone Buzz Podcast, brought to you by the three guys that sell phones all day. Remember to follow us across social media and share the show with friends and family. We'll see you guys next time. My name is Evan Krause. I'm Christian Crawford. And I'm Zach Whitney. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Peace.